This is labor, 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 Who put the monkey wrench well oil perfection in the Just to watch these monitors spit white noise through your office space. Automator, I affect Dolly G pulled the Senate cloud clusters, brushing dust mites off your starving our revolution sound jugglers. The liquid fan for brick habitat, Bob Weave stick, move fence, and pour somewhere in the middle. The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! We, we did lock it down, it down and we, I figured yeah. that we needed to lock this sponsor down this, considering this week last week's sponsor. I know, New man. sponsor thing is a bitch. This is rough, guys. Um, <laughs> but, but we're trying for you. we got to keep the wheels of justice a-turning here at the Whiskies. Um, so, we, yeah. we lost our far-right crowd. Oh, no. Yeah. They're, we they're, we kind of lost our base. And <laughs> we lost our base, and it turns out that when you try to boost an image on Facebook that is the Mein Kampf cover with Donald <laughs> Trump's face on it, that their <laughs> review team is smart enough to go... I don't think Nook actually is selling this, and I don't think this is real. And because it's an election year, maybe we should say no. How dare you suppress our voice? <laughs> right? Google. Uh, and now, a word from our sponsor. People ask us all the time, hey guys, what do you drink? You know, when you're not killing the podcast game or gaping grandmas as per usual. What do you sip on when you're just relaxing? When the sun's going down, I like to cheek a handful of skull bandits. And pour myself a generous monkey fist of old Joe's super slow gin. We start with only the finest Pennsylvania pond water collected behind the Wawa, then infuse our slow gin with several beneficial botanicals chamomile, ambient, ginkgo biloba, and Kate Winslet's wonky nipple. Our arguably safe, handcrafted cordial comes in at an alarming 201 proof. So it's not just a tasty sipper, it's also technically a weapon. So if you like to smell strangers' hair, give unsolicited back rubs, or flat-out shit the bed on national television, slug down a heaping monkey fist of old Joe's super slow gin. Distilled and bottled by Melted Kendall Spirits, Coon Hunter, Pennsylvania. Saves everybody, just like you know, just Tom like Cruise in the Last Samurai. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, Costner, Costner, our one Native American in action hero. Dances with wolves, <laughs> which is actually not true because if you think about what uh, Billy in Predator. Oh yeah, yeah, but he wasn't the star of the show. No, but dude, what a G move though! Fucking action hero, cut your chest, yeah, yeah. and just like bring it. Let's bring Granted, it. He lasted nine seconds, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> 
And he got fucking oh, trounced oh. off fucking camera. Like, they couldn't film that because they're like, God, Billy got the shit fucked out of him, dude. Yeah, he dude, did. For he got the, sure. He got the beat shit out of him. Wait, is he the one <laughs> that's just like a, <laughs> a hanging rib cage when they find well, him? Well, they, they, he yanks his uh, spine. skull and spine that's right. out of his body. Oh, yeah. God. I Haven't you ever seen Predator, Sean? Yes, but I forget which guy we're talking about sometimes because I remember they found like just like a corpse too, right? They found somebody from, but that was right when they got there. No, that there. was Jim Hopper. Yeah, Hopper. Jim Hopper. Yes. Um, um, no, that's what well, we were Sonny talking. Landon, I think, was the actor, the, the Native American guy that played. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know the actual actor. Hey, and I think yes. he, like Sylvester Stallone, actually did adult films back Ooh, in the seventies. Right, the yeah. Italian stallion. Whoa. Yeah. No. Think was uh, this is one of those weird sponsors, guys, that we just kind of they they approached us. Uh, we wanted to give all secular people. Mm-hmm. Time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We are not just left wing shills. We're not. Uh, we and like we to definitely, listen to everybody. We definitely had this come in last week. It yeah. has nothing to do with our intro. No, it has nothing to do with the intro at all. And now we're from our sponsor. Are you tired of dating apps that only connect you to heathens and degenerates? Maybe you want to get to the promised kingdom with a hottie by your side. Are you finding your life as a third wife less than fulfilling? Time to try Zealots Only, the only dating app that will connect cult members of all stripes. Ha! This isn't Tinder, and we don't swipe right. You can swipe them up to heaven, or you can send them to the pits of hell. Zealots Only is completely discreet and confidential. Only Xenu and Mexican Jesus and maybe John Smith will know. They'll definitely know. Zealotsonly.com. The number one dating app in and around Waco. Got a definitive theme going this week, boys. I was curious. Um, Let's talk a little musica caliente since we don't have a call in, but we got to let's talk about if you guys had to have a perfect song that you say would summarize the decade, the, the, the indulgent Coke fueled (laughs) collar popped Reagan addled (laughs) acid washed. Uh, decade that was the 80s, uh, which in retrospect now, people shit on the 80s all the time, but that was kind of a glorious, that was like the last innocent decade. It was a decade held rigid by Aquanet. And yes, and and great cocaine. From what I understand, I was a child. I I know you said that it was an innocent decade, but it was also like one of the most decadent, capitalist, over the top. It was the last pre-internet decade. So there was a a kind of an innocence in regards to just general information. I mean, I know I didn't do any cocaine in the 80s, but I was like 16. So like, you know what I mean? I did plenty of cocaine in the 80s. But the early 90s? Oh boy. (laughs) I'm not lying because my mom did a lot of cocaine while she was pregnant with me so I did cocaine before you. That explains your eye to eye ratio. I, am so, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> I was wondering what happened to your pupillary distance. I'm joking. I'm your joking. PD? Like like every great 80s mother, my mom only had a couple glasses of wine every now and again and cut her smoking down to like three cigarettes. And a day. about 12 like every great 80s. Yeah. Um 
Anyway, Bobby, if you had a song, what do you think, man? Like, honestly, I know you've got really good hip hop, rock, new wave. I mean, I know. there was so much cool shit going on that you don't think about it in regards to the 80s, but it really was. This is one of those situations where I know I outsmarted myself and I thought way too much about this. Sophie's Choice. I was trying to come up with, like, who I thought was kind of that perfect 80s artist. Mm. And I didn't want to be like super obvious and say, was, oh, it was Madonna or U2 or Prince. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because those are the like. Which would have been all fine. Because those are the three, I think, the Mount Rushmore of the 80s artists as far as like big popular art in the 80s was. We could have went Bowie. Madonna. Uh, Bowie would be right up there. I mean, I mean, we could have went. When, uh, Although he was bigger in the 70s. Judas but, Priest. But it wasn't. What's the best song from the 80s? It was Not like even the best. What's a cheese ball song that you enjoy that's a guilty pleasure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of obvious. I mean, I could have said like fucking safety dance. Yes. Or yes. Obsession. I or, come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. That's what you have. I have indeed. There's a, <laughs> there are. I've never had sex with an Eileen. No. You know. It? I don't know if I've ever met an Eileen. Much uh, less that's a girl with. Her. That's a girl with one leg. Yeah. You know what I mean. And you that's don't why necessarily. She's yeah, but you don't go trolling accounts receivable at every office in town because that's where. That's where all the Eileen's live. Oh, that's that where, where the Eileen's live. Yes. Eileen's got one as... foot that's a little more swollen than the other, but she always has those delicious hard strawberry candies on her desk. She's also mm-hmm. assistant night manager at Dollar Store. Yep. That's okay. every that's every stocks. Honestly, I didn't have any idea where to cultivate an Eileen. <laughs> That's where they grow Eileen's <laughs> accounts <laughs> receivable. So I went, okay, so I remembered this story from when I, I, I will make this very brief. I got into the biggest fake argument with my brother back in the the 90s because <laughs> we were arguing about like great albums from the 80s. And I took a position, which I don't believe, <laughs> but I took it hard. And I just for I argued sake? with him for a year and a half. For a year? Like, this isn't just one argument. Nightly, we would argue. And he'd get so fucking mad with me because I became so intractable in my position. Did he have any idea you were full of shit? I don't. Or did... I, I, he eventually was like, okay, you're fucking with me. But then I would be like, okay, but hold on. Listen to this fucking track <laughs> and what he's trying to say here. So I, I went to the mattresses for a year and a half for Billy Idol, Rebel Yell. Which it's a good album. It's like, a great album. And I, I mean, and so many so hits it had to be believable right right like it had to be a good enough album right. that i'm not just being a, a dickhead yeah. i'm actually making an argument for a really good album and right. it is it's a really good 80s album it really yeah. is um it has so many so hits, many hits. Yeah. so many hits. stevie stevens so then because i'm a hipster i went a little obscure off that album and i went with a song that was featured very prominently on the soundtrack of one of my favorite almost john hughes movies called some kind of wonderful it's a john hughes that's your hipster john not hughes made movie. by john hughes he wrote the screenplay originally it's amazing it's essentially pretty in pink but it's, with the, same, it's the same premise fucking movie <laughs> no it's stoltz it's stoltz but yeah but isn't patrick dempsey in it too no and then no? uh yeah, Sean. He's killed. Come on, Sean. Oh, uh, no. Elias, what am I thinking? Elias Coteus. 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 Okay. He plays the heavy. Duncan. Awesome. He's amazing He's in that movie. What's her, uh, the the other ginger? What's the, what's the short-haired uh, main uh, girl? Mary, Mary uh, Stewart. Mary Stewart Masters? Masterson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who plays Watts? Leah Thompson's yeah. in it. She plays the ducky Leah role. Leah, yeah, she's ducky. She's ducky essentially. I was, Leah Thompson was my first but, like Hollywood crush. Better looking than ducky. Better looking than ducky for yeah. sure. Okay. Jason. And by the way, at the end of that movie, I'm like, thank God, he left with Watts. <laughs> yeah. Because in that movie, that's the main. Yeah, for difference, sure. Right. Uh, it, amen. Because in Pretty in Pink, 
Ringwald's a fucking idiot. Dickhead one, <laughs> which is, of course, Andrew. Andrew McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> He was so weird fucking intensely coked out eyeballs. Unbelievable. That guy's rad, though. That guy hasn't seen a pupil in 30 fucking by the way, in, By the way, in the office, dude, Andrew McCarthy turned in, not Andrew McCarthy, no, but Spader. Spader. James Spader. Turned into, turned in, well, pretty big. He played the drug dealer, basically. That's right. Yeah. He mm-hmm. he was just slanging that dick, dude. And, but he was fucking, Spader turned into like this iconic actor as in later in life. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was really good back then though. No, he, he was, was really great. Sex lies and videotape. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about uh, that. Bad influence. Bad, bad influence. influence. Talk about but 80s he, movies. Uh, oh, nice he was pull. in fucking Stargate. He was the main character of Stargate. He's great in Stargate. Yeah. Stargate's great. Yeah, I believe he was TV the shows. werewolf in Silver Bullet. That he's Silver Bullet. <laughs> Wait a second. Is that the one where they try to like use their mom's <laughs> yeah. silver to stab the werewolf? Dude, that's no. when he turned his wheelchair into a rocket chair. Corey oh Haim. My God. It was Haim. His bro. uncle is Gary Busey. Is Haim the group named after Corey Haim? I fucking hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I've never tried well, that they, together. They pronounce it Haim. 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 Haim to life. Yeah, you've seen the noses on those girls. Dude, oh Bu- my God. Busey, bro. I would plow every member of Yes, you would. It doesn't make it okay. Every member. Yeah, guess what Thomas Jefferson used to plow? Doesn't mean it's okay to Wow. Use- <laughs> Sean, that racist pull. Bro. Then you're Thomas Jefferson. Right. You're no, just like, it's okay no. to plow them, but so, they still have to go paint the shed. We, we constantly digress. So, yes, we do. So what do you think, Bobby? If you had I went a, Billy if you had Idol. Um, I went Rebel Yell. I went some kind of wonderful. No, you went, I went call, with Catch, Catch My, my Fall. fall. Oh. Yeah, but what he's saying is Rebel Yell is the album. Should we do that again? Yeah, we I don't should. know what you were saying. Because you stomped all over I'm me. I'm high. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean sucks. It's <laughs> Godzilla me. Hey, in fact, leave this in. I'm going to say it again, <laughs> but this time you're going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I went Billy Idol. I went Rebel Yell. I but went, isn't that? <laughs> I went with some kind of wonderful. And this is essentially the, like, this This is all in almost every scene in the fucking movie. They play the opening of Catch My Fall. It's a great song. Bellow travelers, yeah. Leave me sad and hollow. Out of any words. It could happen to you. So think for yourself. If I should stumble, catch my fall, yeah. If I should stumble, catch my fall, catch my fall. <laughs> Why do I feel like what? that you guys made mixtapes for girls that included this song? Um, Are you because fucking kidding? I did. You <laughs> it fucking was Bobby's like It was just this song. Ten times. I'm, I mean, on an extra long play TDK tape. <laughs> there is a mix. I wonder how many mixtapes I've made. There's a mixtape to finger in your butt ratio where you have to provide so many to get that. Yeah. Uh, sponsor this week, I think. Did we lock it down? Sort of. Okay. Sort of. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just have to hear. I'm being kept in the dark. Uh, but it's supposedly a little bit more of a higher elevated sponsor this week. I hope you guys like it. Classy. Is your Jesus Mel Gibson's Jesus? Are you powerless against Senator Lindsey Graham's raw sexual magnetism? Suppression. A new fragrance from the expert aromapathologist at Hidden Valley. With hints of unseasoned boiled chicken and a tinge of saltine, this scent is as neutral and unoffensive as a Katherine Heigl movie. Suppression. Hi there. 
I'm man's man, Lindsey Graham. I represent the great state of South Carolina. Whenever I'm about to have full-on, totally straight, heterosexual intercourse with a woman, who I find exceptionally attractive, nothing sets the mood for that penis and vagina love like a spritz of... It's decidedly unurban. Available exclusively at Cracker Barrel. Sip, it's a sipping rye. Yeah. It's a sipping rye, man. I, I mean, you throw an ice cube in a glass, and it, the bottle's sexy. It's all fluted and looks kind of tuliped. It's a great bottle to look at. It's got a cork, not a screw. It's not piece of shit, and it's thirty three bucks a bottle. Yep. This is a buy, man. It looks sexy on a Smells bar. Smells like your granddad's whiskey. Like you know, if they left it in the garage, Dude. you found it and you yep. cracked it, like. No, it just smells it like has the, that sort of antique. It just smells smell like it. my granddad. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, so we uh, get old we get a Brandis? We get a brief visit with our good friend, New York Times best selling author, world famous auteur, Blake Crouch. I don't like all that stuff you just said. It's yeah, Blake. But it's all true. But it's all true. So um, <clears throat> you know, he's a fucking showrunner for Apple TV. He's a goddamn <laughs> screenwriter now like full time um so we only get a few minutes with Blake yeah. so or however long he wants to stay i mean we'll we'll make it like oh, he'll stay. He wants. Son of but a bitch. i want to move Keep on keep throwing sazrak down his throat i want to we'll move see. on to more important things before we lose him for okay. the summer um although i am going to come fly out and visit yes, you yes you are yes i am um, he still thinks he's going to be somebody's friend Oh, and I'm like going to be Joel his... Edgerton's new best friend. No, he's... That's happening. It's not going to happen. That's happening. Can I get that bottle so I can <laughs> not remember what you just said? Uh, I promise you, that's happening. Okay. Um, so anyways, um, Blake texted me twice in the last Wait. couple of weeks. We should tell that first story. The first story... <laughs> Do you know this No. Story? Oh, no. Aaron it's all new to me, story. Bubba. So we've been talking about Top Gun for a while, and the only Top Gun right now that matters to me is the new one, Top Gun Maverick, which, Obviously. by the way, made $270 million over Memorial Day weekend, I it's think, cool. something like that. It was a big opening weekend. Biggest, Tom Cruise's biggest opening weekend Because he ever, wasn't in Avengers. Which is kind of preposterous like when you think about it. Like, no, you would everybody's think he hungry, would have had something so, bigger. So, everybody's hungry. Yeah. So I uh, by the way, like Bobby has talked about nothing else than this movie. <laughs> I know. Oh, do you every have time, the text? Oh, I have the text. Oh, I'm gonna read them. It's gonna be horrible. So, I, every time the movie got delayed, I was like, Christ, Bobby is going to <laughs> be talking about this for another year. Um, yeah. So this started off innocuous. Are you Are you reading a? Thread? I'm gonna read a thread. Can a you please thread. date? Yes. So yes. this Saturday, I was downstairs in my basement actually playing Magic with my son. And I was like, you should watch Top Gun. You've never seen it. This movie's coming out. So we fire it up. And I just dash off this text to uh, to Bobby. I said, watching Top Gun, you needed to know. Okay. Bobby responds two seconds so later. So my thought was. No, shh. Okay. Okay. Bobby well, responds two seconds oh. later. 
What the fuck is happening? Do you have a screener? And when am I coming over? I'm losing my fucking mind right now. You need to talk to me. That's Bobby. So, no, that's Bobby. I, I immediately realize that he thinks I'm talking about Maverick. Yes. That I've, I'm somehow like at a premiere. Yeah, or, why are you there? But so that's I, fine. So I wait 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then I respond. I love you. I love I respond, you so much. I've been crying for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> what a perfect, beautiful movie this is. <laughs> yeah, I almost oh shit. God. Bobby immediately He's responds, I've never been more angry with you. Are you watching this at a fucking premiere, or is this a screener situation? I'm so mad I can barely think. You're I wait, such a bitch. I wait another 20 minutes this time. Perfect. I wish you waited a and day. I, I know. And I text, Kelly McGillis is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch. Uh, and then I said, uh, you deserve because the all movie I'm watching is Top Gun, the 1986 original. Right. <sighs> and then what? Uh, then he said, uh, uh, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> you fool really me. about to ride my bike over to your house to kick the living shit? He, out. W- he would never. <laughs> that would have never happened. No. But still, well, I can't write up. Have you? Have you? I wish I had taken a, an actual like video of the have thing you, and like sent him ha, some you, like illicit. Vi- here's some oh video. God. Don't share it. Oh my god! Don't it's share just it. Just some 1986 footage. No, but it's just the corner of the screen. <laughs> Yes, it's floating. (laughs) You're like, I saw the fucking jet. Um, This teaches young Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes that he needs to shut the fuck up and chill out. Well, just stop. I I will say this. Just stop. The greatest troll job. In the history of troll jobs. (laughs) No, it is. It isn't the greatest. Destroyed me. But you deserve that. Yeah. No, I deserve it. Yeah. Okay. I want. Thank you, Blake. Yeah. Anyway, for yeah. For, yeah. Br- for bringing Mr. Van Noyes down to size. I didn't even mean to. No. Well, I didn't. Oh, well, you were just I did sharing. Mean to, but I didn't start no. out meaning to. You were sharing, and then his dipshittery led to his own demise. It's great when they shoot themselves in the face. It's great. <laughs> yes. It's so great. Yeah. What I don't know why didn't Bobby see... didn't tell you about this before. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't embarrassing at all. Um, what Moving he doesn't on. realize is that I tried to fight everybody at the deli. I was so fucking, you know, no. I'm, I know. I, <laughs> That's actually probably halfway in between. Yeah, I was close to racing now, a record. Now, I'm curious to say, you saw the new Top Gun. Yeah. And you saw the new Top Gun. On IMAX. Uh, I haven't. Up in Denver. Yeah. Well, in a real theater. Yeah. Um, and I saw the, I, I, I didn't yeah. see yeah. the new Top Gun. Yeah. So... What is happening with the new Top Gun? Oh, it's please. It's you're the guest. It's perfect. It's a perfect movie. Wow! Stop it. I like. That. Are you it being? Is. Are no, you being real? Yeah, it's like a perfect movie. It's Son just of a pure bitch. fun. Like it just it's, knows what it is, and it's smart in the way that it revamps like Tom Cruise's character and his history. And- yeah. Let's go. It doesn't overly bathe in nostalgia either. Like, I thought they were going to try to do that one, uh, you've lost that love and feeling scene. They don't. They don't. It's great. In fact, they went with another musical callback. They did. They did. That was so much more emotionally resonant and 
Right. Really, really smart. Did they do but the they volleyball didn't... scene? Yes. But they, no, sort of. You hear it, but they don't make you live through it, which is perfect. Exactly. I didn't want to see it. So they I don't believe, I don't believe uh, millennials even know what that song is. They acknowledge it, yeah, though. They acknowledge it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what this movie is, is acknowledging like, mm-hmm. like, like something that happened 40 years ago that we, like us in this room, yeah. were kind of privy to. It's a big deal. And we were it's a, a part deal. of it. was a big fucking and deal. And here's what's cool. I took my kids, uh, 8, 13, and 17. Yeah, but your kids are a little, and the, they're different. They're different. And yeah. n- not interested remotely in Tom Cruise <laughs> or uh, Why Top would they? Gun or anything like that. My 13-year-old daughter loved it. My daughter, um, my 8-year-old Adeline, who is like just fully committed to her lord and savior, savior <laughs> Japanese anime. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Went in so jaded, not ready to see. She was like, oh, oh it's about fighter jets? Oh, great. Sweet. Boy, that's really chill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she loved it, too. Fuck yeah. yeah I looked over at one point. My son was crying. <gasps> I could see that, though. I could totally <sighs> see that. That's what you want to see. Yeah. I got a little misty a few times. Good. Good. Well, oh, he I, had I a full on, breakdown. I full on had a the breakdown. Val, the Valkyrie stuff was just like a lot. Dude, Tig yeah. had to... Calm him. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to, but he definitely reached over, patted me on the chest, and was like, "You got this, buddy." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." We, no, we, were you, you didn't like, have it, buddy. Can we? Were you like a little? <laughs> just give me a little hug. That. Do a little he squeeze. Had yeah. Little yeah. squeeze. Yeah, the sugars. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, I was, and I was uh, next to Denny, who's been on the podcast before. Yeah, no, you guys might remember, friend of the podcast, Bubblegum Denny, um, Tig. Friend of the podcast, yeah, and then I don't know some girl that take Brett and um, <laughs> Bobby already fucked her. So <laughs> stop it. It'll get cleaned up. Not yet. In editing. We'll clean um, no, it was a lot of fun. It was really. It's one of those films that like one watching it in on the big screen obviously mm-hmm. is a big deal. Two watching it with people that have some sort of emotional attachment to that property, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of was big for me. That's huge. Um, now, granted, Denny, when we walked out, he was like, "Huh, that was that was pretty okay." That was his fucking response, right? And I was like, Bobby immediately kicked him in the balls yeah. yeah, twenty five times. <laughs> Take me home. Take me home. <laughs> so mad. I'm so mad. So at mad. You. Mad at you. Stuff, we are so yeah. fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's. There, it's funny when you see properties like that that mean so much to you as a mm-hmm. as a kid. I mean, this came out when we were children. Well, they did and, it right. You know, and, they well, did it right. They did it right at the time mm-hmm. and then didn't force a sequel down our throats exactly. in the interim. By the way, it wasn't all like credit to Tom. I mean, that's Eric, Tom Cruise. Eric Perret. Because Eric Perret is playing Tom Cruise in the 1995 <laughs> Top yeah. Gun 2 oh, starring right. Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker and yeah. Eric Perret. I would watch that. And you would love it. Yeah. I, will. I have it in my mind. Do you want it? Do you and want it, it? But it's set in Hawaii. It's called <laughs> Top Gun 2 yeah. colon. Yeah, for sure. Hawaii fighter Hawaii. weapons. No, Hawaii train. volcano. Yeah. Maui Maverick. <laughs> Maui Maverick. <laughs> Done. Eric Perret. Done. Maui Maverick. And now a word from our sponsor. How do I meet an eligible living god online? There has to be a better way. Well, now you can with Messiah Match, the online dating app that matches you with the one and only Tom Cruise. 
He's not just the world's biggest movie star. He's also a megalomaniacal disciple of the master. And he's looking for a new bride. Wait, isn't that the creepy old guy that believes in aliens and has bizarre sexual proclivities other than mine? You betcha! But there's more to Tom than just enlisting beautiful starlets into bondage. He is also a kind and gentle monster that will buy you a coconut cake for the rest of your life. So try your luck and match with Tom. Just swipe directly up to reach Xenu. I don't know, guys. I don't think that sounds kosher. Do I really want to hook up with someone that believes in all this crazy shit? Well, luckily for you, Tom doesn't care. In fact, you guys are already married. Time to start going clear and making babies. So welcome to the family. Tom has been expecting you. Hang on, guys. Uh, why is there a weird van outside my house? Well, it was nice meeting you. So try Messiah Match. Prepare to meet your maker of blockbuster hits. Hugh and Maverick movie. Hugh <laughs> <laughs> and the music. Yeah, that's playing the whole time. Fortune cookie. Quiet, well, and this is why this yeah, was. And it was more you well know? executed in certain episodes. Like, well, I can't remember if it was Outer Limits or Twilight Zone that had the Steve McQueen, Peter Laurie pinky cutting thing. They remember? Yeah, that was Outer Limits. No, that was Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. That yeah. episode. The only reason I saw that episode was because of Quentin Tarantino's room from the end of Four Rooms. I was like, this yeah. sounds fucking fascinating. That's one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. That, pretty it's much. Right that up shit there, was dude. like 58. To serve 59. man. I mean, there's there's some some of the subject matter um, in in it was timeless. What did you guys think about Twilight Zone the movie? I know we're super oh, off track. But, I loved uh, I loved the, I, the that uh, talk about frightening that opening scene with the midnight special and Dan Aykroyd. Thank you. That's exactly when he transforms. One first yeah, of all, fucked me. One of the best rock songs of all time. As, a, as an 11-year-old. CCR Midnight Special is one of the funniest fucking Swamp coolest Rock. songs. I, it is. So good, dude. Swamp Rock. My mom loves CCR. My dad. And mm-hmm. Midnight Special. My dad does, Are you too. fucking my, kidding My dad has I all the jean shorts to prove it. I saw their, I saw their whatever the recent incarnation is in like 2004. <laughs> it was uh, Creedence Clearwater Revisited. Oh, I bet that was had some dude. Well, they had some dude that sounded like the lead singer, but that was Fogarty? You mean the guy who started the band? He's alive, isn't he? Yeah, but he just left. Oh, okay. Yeah, he oh, does so, his own shit. Oh, okay, wow. so it's Iggy and the Stooges without Iggy. Pretty much. That dope. sounds yeah. awesome. It's, sounds yeah, dope. terrible. Um, <laughs> what county fair were you at, sir? <laughs> no, I was at the... Uh, I was at this, was that like, an Aztec Speedway? It was this place <laughs> called the Mountain Winery. And it was of this swanky was. place where only the rich, like, fucking people right. go. And somebody had extra tickets. Because you basically buy season tickets to this venue. But it's all, like, older crowd bands. It was, like, Counting Crows, B.B. King. Oh, sure. Fucking well, CCR. Thorough good. That's, thorough good. That's weird. Like, because Counting Crows is kind of 20 years after everything he just Yeah, named. but my dad loves Counting of Crows. Course he did. Of course yeah, he Yeah, he loves that Because they were edgy at the time. Uh, and a, but no one's liked Counting the Crows. Twilight Zone, like, the movie. Since six months after Dude, they Dude, Adam Hurwitz uh, doesn't I was like never Counting Crows. I was never a huge fan of... Twilight Zone the movie but I did have a couple Vietnamese friends that really lost their head over it uh, oh get it actually Vic, Vic Morrow lost his head who was the one of the actor. kids got decapitated yeah. too, it was, no, it was both the, kids got killed right it was oh, yeah. no it was the main actor in that 
Yes. Um, in the in it that, was Victor. It was, it was him Victor Moro, the guy that be... played the racist that had to go, jump through time. And he lost his. He head. literally got his head cut off by a helicopter. And so the kids just they got almost shut down the production because the um, kids died too. That yeah. was a big deal. Yeah, you lose but, an actor, cool. They had two kids that they didn't necessarily have the right paperwork in order for, to be in the movie. Well, I mean, a fucking helicopter fell on all three all of their heads. Of yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. one was Victor, white, two were Asian. Took the brunt yes. of that shit, and that's but. what you hear that that overshadowed the movie for the longest time. Well, Besides, the, the, the movie almost there's something got on the shut way. down. I think John Landis was involved, and there he was. was a lawsuit. He involved. was in court forever, right? For and and yeah. that almost got shut down. But there was some. Uh, um, that was a huge movie when I was a kid, only because it oh. was a modern retelling of all these things that we had watched as little kids, and now mm-hmm. we were uh, teenagers. So it was. Yeah. We loved it. I love Twilight Zone. And it brought oh. the retelling of the, the, like the, the cornfield. Oh. The kid in the cornfield. Um, that retelling was huge. And without that movie, you don't get Creep Show. You don't get the other anthology style right. horror movies without that oh, one. That's at a least good point. Being, and actually. loved Creep Show, by the way. The rest of the Creep Show is two and on. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> there was a that two. That first Creep Show was so fucking good. The Stephen so King. Bit, Hilarious. The monster in the crate bit. Yeah. The, the Ted, Ted Danson. Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. Uh, Oh, it was so good, dude. It was yeah. just so Stephen good. King so licking the meteor, whatever the fuck he did, and turning into a plant monster. That, Go fuck yourself. That was, was that. that was so fucking Thank unwatchable. You. It's awful. No, it's t- it's but terrible, fantastic. but in a fun way. It was it was cheese for cheese. It was it's, so it's much self-aware fun. cheese. I but the fucking I want my cake. I want my cake, dude. Fucking God, it was so good, dude. Man. But the you guys way they fight. the way they sh- <laughs> the way they shot it as paneled cartoons had never oh, been done before. Never been done before. So they would go out of frame and back into frame into a cartoon, dissolve into real life, but it would still look like a paneled. And those yes, panels, comic. I think, were from EC Comics. It mm-hmm. was so dope yeah. how they did that. The the and and people have copied it endlessly since then. Yes, um, now that we've tangentially, now we've gone, gone we've done. I think um, we need to take a break. Um, I don't know. We before can, we do music, so we can. Why do, you want to do? Should mu- we do that? So uh, who's doing? Who's doing it? This we're week, gonna boys? do a word from our sponsor. This week's episode of the Whiskey Reel is brought to you by Pork Rinds. <laughs> Are you tired of uh, eating Captain Crunch and having it shred your mouth? Try some pork rinds. It'll do the same fucking thing. They're horrible. Now available in salt and vinegar flavor because it hurts worse. Also known as chicharron. Chicharrones. Oh, now is the time where we clutch our pearls of wisdom. All right. Okay. I'm ready. I got it written down. Hey. Do what you say you're going to do. If you're going to do something and say you're going to do something, it's super easy. Do it. The worst thing in the world is saying, I'm going to do this and I want to start this business and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's just blood. You know what? You know what people that are successful do? They don't talk about what they're going to do. They just do it, dude. Literally, stop talking about how fucking you're going to open this and do this. Oh, man. It's so horseshit. Just fucking. Do- how about this? How about this? Let's make amends. How about you do it first, then tell me about it instead of telling me what you're going to do. How about telling me what you did? Wow. Sir. Yeah, I and that dog shit, man. 
Fucking do what you say you're going to do or shut the fuck up because nobody has time for your little fantasyful fucking bullshit. You know I'm going to fucking open up a CrossFit gym person. You know I'm going to fucking software develop a fucking game. You know you people. Shut the fuck up. Do it and then tell me about what you did, not what you're going to do. I masturbated three times today. Tell me that's that's your pearl. That's all you're saying. Because that's brilliant. <laughs> Brevity is the soul of wit. No, it's not my pearl, but that's all really right. funny. Sean, and no, Sean I didn't. Up. I didn't masturbate three times this week. Outside of masturbating, um, my pearl of wisdom, like this whole media conversation that we've been doing this entire podcast, is like kind of made me think about something that we're all in this like weird time of content being a little hard to come by. Uh, we're not going to theaters, although the theaters are now reopening. Thank God. I think it's time to broaden horizons and we probably should have had this conversation, you know, 13 months ago and like just realize that there's a lot of great content out there. Yes. There is a world of Korean films that are fucking amazing. There's old British comedy that you Mm -hmm. can delve into. Watch, watch with Nell and I and watch life of Brian and just indulge yourself and like open yourself up to an experience every once in a while. It applies to women as well. (laughs) (laughs) Open your mind, man. Like broaden your horizons. I so know where you're going, and you're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I'm broad. Hey, I'm just kidding. I, I, I kid. But no, like it really is. This is a time. This is a hard time for all of us. And the fucking we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. The finish line is within view. Mm -hmm. We can see it. It's there. It's coming. President Biden. Told us May 1st. If he doesn't fall on his face going into Air Force One first and die, then... He's an old man trying to walk upstairs. Thank you. I'm going to cut him yeah, a little bit of fucking slack. Dog. Obama fell up those fucking stairs. And that thank guy's a you. pimp. Thank yeah. you. Anywhere a tan suit. He could shoot threes. He's okay, but he still fell Dude, going up the goddamn stairs. his three game is fucking... His three game is legit. Hello. I'm just saying. <laughs> Broaden your horizons. Sleep with beautiful women from other countries. <laughs> Madagascar is a great country. Watch, they're they're really watch like, Park Chan Wook movies. Like, open your fucking mind. Yeah, like, dude. I mean, for Christ's sake, watch the meaning of life. I bet none of you have watched Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Get a blowjob in Sri Lanka. I get. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Talk to a stranger. Take the ugliest girl home from a party. I've they're done at that. The, they're at the tab <laughs> in about four hours. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Who's the ugliest girl at the tab right now? That's my date. That's um, my date. I'm going to put do you, my fucking. Do you want me to put names on it? Gonna, <laughs> I'll put some. I'm going to put my money name, dude. where my mouth is. Uh, I'm going to the tab as soon as we're is, done. Dog. <laughs> Yikesy. Okay, so my pearl is try. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so try. hard to follow my so disjointed fucking. Bullshit. No matter how busy you get, it's important to focus on the things that really matter, and you should be masturbating at least three times a day, everybody. You think so? No. No, I'm just going off of your bullshit from no, before. No, that's not okay. Um, it, going on what you were saying about how there's all this extra content out there and how we are at the home stretch. Um, during this home stretch, I feel like we're all starting to get a lot more antsy. Like, this is where a lot of experts fear that we're going to see another huge spike because everybody's getting really confident and thinks that they can just go out. They see how many people have been vaccinated and that makes them bulletproof. Um, so... 
pay attention to the little things and try to bask in the little wins as we're slowly moving out of this. Like our movie theater just opened. I've got a $5 ticket to see that fucking movie with uh, Spider-Man and Ray from Star Wars. I don't even know the name of the movie. I just wanted to get a fucking ticket. And it was that was the only thing besides Tom and Jerry I could see at that time. And fuck Tom and Jerry. So pay attention to the little wins. Like try to bask in these little wins as little things as if maybe you can finally just go to a restaurant. Enjoy that. That doesn't mean you can go spit in people's mouths at the fucking store while you rub up against them because everybody's fine now. Enjoy the little wins and let's roll this out slowly. If I could take a moment to piggyback on Sean's point, when you're at the tab, yes. go ugly early. Yes! yes. And- Please imagine my surprise when I open my front door to find about a half dozen naked folks sprawled out in my living room. Engaged in what can only be described as a desperate and a hungry kind of a lovemaking. And right in the center of it all was my wife. My wife, Lucy. She was wearing a strap on and she was plowing our neighbor, Bob Greenwald. And folks, I do mean right in the ass. Fastball misses. Just low. Count goes full. Three and two. Did he just say strap on? Hey, for you kids at home. A uh, strap-on is a belt with a dildo on it that mommies use to penetrate daddies as Abanez strikes out on a high fastball. That'll bring Clark up to bat. Clark having himself a heck of an afternoon with two doubles. Bob Greenwald. Bob Greenwald! And that two-faced SOB. I hosted his kids' bar mitzvah. I hosted his kids' bar mitzvah. Here's the kicker. Here's what kills me. My wife, Lucy, has the stone. She has the unmitigated gall to turn to me and tell me that she is a sexual astronaut. I mean, what is that? What does that even mean? I mean, granted, Bob Greenwald's ass might be as big as the goddamn moon. That does not mean that my wife has been to outer space, okay? And that is a deep fly ball to right center field. That one is way back there. That's either out of here or lost inside my wife's bed. Cheating vagina. Congratulations, Dan Hobart of Sedalia. I only hope you enjoy gelatin half as much as my lovely wife enjoys d-